Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Uh, if you are new, this is a weekly devotional for the people on my team, uh, but it's open to the public so that anyone who might hear it will hopefully just be blessed by it and uh, uh, be encouraged to pursue Jesus with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength. Um, so, again, welcome. Uh, before we get started, uh, I'm going to go ahead and pray. So let me, let me pray. Uh, Lord Jesus, I give you this time. And I give you these words. It's all for your glory, Lord, and for the encouragement of every believer that is listening. I pray that you will be honored by this and that uh, you would draw close every person who hears it. Amen. Amen. All right, well, I'm just going to jump right into it with some scripture here. I'm reading out of the ESV translation, and uh, this is what it says in John chapter 15, uh, verses 4 through 5. It's Jesus talking, and he says, Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me, and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. All right, so let's break down a few things. First, the word abide, right? So abide simply means to just remain, basically to be continuously fixed in a place or position or circumstance. So when Jesus says, abide in me, um, as he clarifies with the vine and the branches analogy, he's saying that we need to stay attached to him, to stay fixed to him. And what's the purpose of this fixation? Well, like he says, so that we can bear much fruit. It's like, okay, great. Bearing fruit. Glad we cleared that up, Lord. <laughs> what does it mean to bear fruit? And why do I need to abide in Jesus to produce this, this, uh, this cornucopia? Well, let's start with the fruit and uh, we'll get to the, to the abiding part. And we'll jump to Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 to 23. And this is what it says. It says, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And I'm sure we've heard that verse before. I'm sure we've heard it plenty of times before. But to understand it a little more, uh, these are the things that are produced in us when we are walking by the Spirit and not by the flesh, as Paul talks about a little bit before that in verse 16. Um, you see, we only get these things, we only produce these things by abiding in Jesus. And you might think that we can produce all these things on our own, um, but I would, I would disagree. I would, I would definitely disagree. We might be able to produce a few of them in our own strength, but I would argue that they are not the supernatural fruits that we get through the Holy Spirit. I would argue that they are only these these lackluster, counterfeit versions of the real fruits we produce by being continuously attached to the vine, to Jesus. Um, and two of my favorite scriptures that, that really support this are Psalm 1 and Jeremiah 17. Um, uh, these are two of my favorite illustrations. Um, I love trees, I love nature, and I think God really reveals a lot of himself uh, to us in nature. Um, so Psalm one, let's start there verses one through three. It says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. He is like a tree. Here's the, the nature part. Here's, he is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season 
and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. I love that. He's like a tree planted by streams of water, always getting nutrition, always getting fed, um, yields its fruit in season. He always prospers, right? And Jeremiah 17, verses 7 through 8 says this, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. He is like a tree. Again, another tree here. I love it. He is like a tree planted by water. That's very similar. That sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when heat comes. For its leaves remain green and is not anxious in the year of drought. For it does not cease to bear fruit. Why wouldn't it be anxious in the year of drought? Because it's constantly being fed and nourished by the stream, right? It's planted by the stream. Um, David and Jeremiah liken us to these trees, and I, I love it. Um, uh, you know, these trees that are that are planted near streams of water where they receive continuous nourishment. And it's because of that continuous nourishment that the seasons don't affect them, that the drought does not affect them. They still bear fruit. They still prosper. Well, being detached from the vine, like Jesus is talking about, staying attached to us, being detached from the vine would be like these trees being uprooted from their connection to those streams, from their connection to that living water, uh, the thing that gives them continuous nourishment, right? Um, just like Jesus tells the woman at the well, he is living water. And he says there in John chapter 4, um, start here in verse 10, says, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that is saying to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you what? Living water. Verse 14 says, um, for whoever drinks the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. But we only get this living water. We only get these, these fruits of the Spirit by being connected and fixed and attached to Jesus regularly, continuously. It is truly it is a need to stay attached to Him if we are to produce the lasting, authentic fruits of the Spirit and to be able to do what Jesus has called us to do. Because, I mean, He even says at the, at the end of that, apart from me, you can do nothing. Um, one of the ways we abide in him is by staying in his word, which is the Bible. You know, he later says in John 15 verse seven says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. And then in verse 10, he says, if you keep my commandments and we know his commandments by reading his word, right? If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love just as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. This is all in producing that fruit that we're talking about. Those characteristics of Jesus that manifest in us when we abide in him. And it's all for really two purposes, right? Um, it's one, to prove that we are his, his disciples. To prove that we are his disciples. Uh, verse 8 says, uh, By this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. And then the second thing is so that we may have the joy of Christ. Verse 11 says, These things I have spoken to you that my joy, my joy, Christ's joy, may be in you and that your joy may be full. Other versions say that your joy may be complete. So the purpose is twofold. It's proof that we are his disciples because the disciples of Jesus should look and act like Jesus, right? And then for our joy, our true joy, and the fruits that go along with that joy. 
And you might be asking yourself, it's like, okay, yeah, I get that. Those things make sense and all this goes together. Um, but what does abiding look like practically? This is always um, the question that I'm looking for. Like, okay, yes, I understand all this, but how do I live this out practically? Because um, abiding in Jesus is simple and it's not without its difficulties, but it's simple. It's a simple matter of flesh versus the spirit. So before Paul lists the fruits of the Spirit in Galatians chapter 5, 22 and 23, he says in verses 16 and 17, he says, But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit. The desires of the flesh are against the Spirit. And he goes on to kind of list the, the fruits of the of the flesh there, but the desires of the flesh are against the spirit. Abiding in Jesus is giving him yourself every day and asking the Holy Spirit to reveal where your flesh is winning over him and then asking him to help you crucify that part of yourself. You know, it really goes back to what we talked about last week in regards to denying yourself and picking up your cross daily right? Deny yourself, pick up your cross daily, you know, crucify your flesh and help or, and ask for help to just destroy that part of yourself. Deny yourself, pick up your cross daily. Um, and just like last week, um, I'm going to give you time again today to pray and to listen to the Holy Spirit. I'll say a prayer that you can use, and then I'm going to encourage you to pray yourself and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you where your flesh is winning. Then just just give that over to Jesus. Give it over to Jesus and ask for help, because every time you choose your flesh over the Spirit, like you're 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 you're, you're hacking yourself away from being attached to the vine, right? You're just slowly detaching yourself from Jesus. You're intentionally detaching yourself from Jesus every time you choose your flesh. And the more you do it, the more you will notice those fruits of the Spirit start to just rot away. Because that's what happens when a branch is detached from its source of nutrition. It rots. Um, so pray for the Holy Spirit to show you where you are choosing your flesh, where it's winning, and then ask for help in that, that daily battle of flesh versus spirit. So I'm going to pray. And uh, we'll keep this going. Let me let me pray. Father, oh, Father Jesus, Holy Spirit, I need you and I desperately want you. I need you to help me destroy my flesh, that part of me that fights against your spirit. I don't want it to have control over my life, Lord. So show me where I'm allowing it to rule me and just destroy it decimated, completely removed from me. Help me to win over my flesh. Give me that victory. I want to live by your spirit and your spirit alone, Lord. Let this victory help me stay attached to you, the vine, the stream, the nourishment of my soul, so that I can receive and produce the fruits that we talked about today. Love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control. Amen. Now, you pray and then listen.
I'm going to close us in prayer again, just like we did last week. If you need more time to hear from the Spirit, just rewind this part. Uh, get back to some of that music so you can uh, hear the Holy Spirit and spend time with Him. But if you're ready to move on, uh, then just pray along with me. Lord, come over me and draw me to you. Remind me this week when I am fighting my flesh that it is trying to steal the true joy that you have for me. Help me to submit to your Lordship and live by your Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen.